What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, there was some speculation recently as to whether the Mets might get both DeGrom and Syndergaard back. Well, they did shut down Jacob DeGrom today. At least it was announced today. Because they said there's no sense to letting DeGrom pitch in what would essentially be a meaningless game. And they did add that he likely would have pitched if the Mets had still been in the running for a playoff spot, but there was no point in doing so. And actually, he had a side session on Monday, so physically, he came out of that looking fine to pitch. But there's just no point in him pitching a meaningless game, which makes sense. But this officially ends his season at 92 innings with an ERA ERA of 1.08. He was having a phenomenal season. I mean, he was looking like he would have his third Cy Young Award winning season, but he was hampered by a bunch of minor injuries. And um, he even had, you know, his rehab work containing a setback. And, you know, there are some further concerns when the Mets president, Sandy Alderson, said that DeGrom had recovered from the lowest grade partial tear in his right UCL. And then DeGrom actually went on record and denied that statement, saying my ligament is perfectly fine. And, you know, that that's kind of, I, I would say that's a little bit of controversy. Obviously, you don't want the team president, you know, throwing out really alarming statements like that. Of course, DeGrom himself is going to go out there and deny it if he doesn't think it's true. But today, their manager, Luis Rojas, said that DeGrom is expected to be ready for spring training. So, I don't know. I, I don't really know who to believe. There, there are a lot of people saying a lot of different things there. Is he healthy? Um, I mean, physically, they're saying he looks fine now. But as we know, with the UCL, that's the ulnar collateral ligament, that's the Tommy John ligament, you know, things can go south really quickly, you know, even if it's a partial tear. So we don't really know. I mean, none of us have, have um, you know, seen those medical records. So I guess we'll just hope for the best. I mean, if they say he's ready for spring training, we'll hope that's the case and hope that he is, in fact, going to be able to pitch a full season next year. But, yeah. That's that's the news on DeGrom. But Syndergaard, though, Syndergaard was actually activated. He was actually activated. He's finally back in the majors. So they reinstated him from the 60-day IL. He had to pitch. Even if this is a lost year from the, for the Mets from a playoff perspective, he can't just go two seasons without pitching because he's supposed to be a free agent. And he, he can't – I mean, people – I mean, of course, teams would still sign him. But having not seen him for two years – There'd be some serious question marks about his health. He might have to take a short deal in order to prove himself and get back on the market. But he actually, you know, was activated and pitched today, actually. He pitched tonight. And it was almost exactly two years ago the last time Syndergaard pitched in a big league game when he threw seven innings for the Mets on September 29, 2019. So literally one day shy of two years. And then he had Tommy John surgery in March of 2020 because, he, you know, it wasn't until spring training that he got hurt. And he was initially projected to return around midseason of this year, but he had some elbow inflammation, which delayed his return even further. But, I mean, obviously, if they had a healthy cinder guard this year, maybe things would have been better for the 2021 Mets. But, I mean, honestly, his future is, is a big question mark. Because even a lot of though a lot of pitchers return from Tommy John surgery 
on time. A lot of guys don't really look quite themselves. The first few outings when they come back from Tommy John, it's usually, you know, it, it takes it takes a while. Like it's usually the season after, honestly, before they start looking vintage and like their normal self. I mean, that's always going to be the case with any, you know, reconstructive surgery on any part of your body, really. But between the 2017 season that was limited to just 30 and a third innings due to injuries, and now the 2020-21 seasons where he basically didn't play, he's already endured three lost seasons in his short career. When he has been able to pitch, he's looked like a top-of-the-rotation arm. But, yeah, this is going to make for one of the winter's more intriguing free agent cases. Absolutely. You're going to hit the open market. An argument can certainly be made that the Mets should offer him a qualifying offer. You know, that's going to be a one-year deal around $20 million. It's a pretty worthy investment for a frontline pitcher, especially considering they expect him to be healthy next year. And Zinnergaard might just take that, honestly, because that's, you know, that's quite a good chunk of change, honestly. He takes that and then hopefully pitches well, tries to get another contract the following year. That's what Stroman did. Stroman's pitching on a qualifying offer right now. He took it for like, I think it was like $18.9 million last year. So there's a possibility he does that. There's a possibility the Mets extend him that QO. But we'll see if they do. Robinson Cano is actually set to come back to the Mets. Remember him? He's serving a suspension this year. But his contract returns to the books. They're they going to owe him a lot of money, 20-something plus million dollars. So, you know, they'll have some financial decisions to make. Obviously, they're paying Lindor a pretty penny, but... You know, this is a Mets team that expects to win, but things just went south here towards the back half of the summer for the Mets, and they just they struggled, and they completely fell off the rails. Brandon Belt of the San Francisco Giants is expected to miss around four weeks due to a thumb fracture. You know, if this was, you know, many other teams, we'd say it's season-ending, but obviously we expect the Giants to, to make a postseason push here, right? He's been placed on a 10-day IL as of today. Four weeks, I mean, it won't officially end his season, but... You know, the Giants will need to make a deep postseason run to give him an opportunity to return. Uh, Darren Ruff has been very good this year. It's someone I actually even haven't talked enough about. He's he's going to handle, he's most likely going to handle first base for the Giants throughout most of the playoffs. He's eligible to be activated from the IL this week. But yeah, Brandon Belt has actually been pretty darn good this year. And, you know, a lot of players for the Giants have been good. They, I think that's the reason why. You know, they're winning so much, they've had resurgent years from, you know, those you know, those throwback players. Buster Posey, Brandon Belt, you know, Brandon Crawford. I mean, Belt has been phenomenal. You know, in only 97 games, Brandon Belt has 29 home runs this year. He's a 975 OPS. You know, he's got a 159 OPS plus. He's he's raking. He's absolutely raking. But, you know, he's he's been hurt a lot. But when he's been out there, he has been very good. So... Hopefully he can be back in time for a World Series push, but we shall see. We shall see. But that's going to do it for today. We'll do a recap of all these games, um, you know, because only five teams played yesterday. And, you know, as of today, Tuesday, you have more of a full slate and all those big, uh, you know, crunch time series are getting off to a start. So we'll we'll talk about that tomorrow, but... If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.